0: Wonderlust Brides, brought to you by A Wedding for You and the Sea Lord Hotel and Suites in Lauderdale-by-the-Sea. Hi there, and welcome to the next edition of Wonderlust Brides, presented to you by A Wedding for You and Sea Lord Hotel and Suites in Lauderdale-by-the-Sea, Florida. I'm Karen Emery, and we are going to talk today about the top 10 mistakes couples make when planning a destination wedding. So basically, there are several reasons for having a destination wedding. The first one is to do something a little different and not get married at home as everyone else has. The second reason is usually finances. It is less expensive, well, most of the time I should say, to get married away so you don't have to invite every and I mean everyone, to a wedding when all you really want is something small and sweet. The third main reason is geography. I've been asked over the years as to why couples decide to do a destination wedding. Geography is the biggest reason, and it has been a sign of the times. Well, picture this. A bride grew up in Boston. The groom grew up in Houston, and now they're attending the University of Chicago. They meet, fall in love. They graduate and then get jobs in Nashville, Tennessee, and establish a life there together. So tell me, where do they get married? Lots of people are going to have to travel somewhere. Therefore, the destination wedding, where everyone has to travel, is now the best option. So here we are, the destination wedding option is in play, and whether you've decided to fly to a location or cruise to your location, there are things that you have to consider, and I'm here today to give you the top 10 mistakes couples make when doing a destination wedding. So number 10, I want to get the same look with my hair for the wedding as I can get at home. Well. Chances are it's not going to happen exactly like that, but I'm going to start with the final touches for the wedding and talk about what you can do. The bride's hair and makeup and bridal party. Well, when you're getting married at home after you've purchased your dress and your headpiece, most brides are now trying to decide how they're going to wear their hair. In many situations, this can be an easy decision. You take a photo of your dress and your hairpiece to your local salon. And the hairdresser, who's been doing your hair for years, is going to help you decide what the best look is for you. This is a great place to start. However, remember that this person is not going to be at your wedding. Someone else is going to be there to create the princess look, but they are not coming from your hometown. So basically, unless you bring this person with you and paying for their travel, and lodging expenses, you need to think of plan B. First thing to think of is what the weather is going to be like. If you're going to be in the islands, what time of year are you going? If you're going in the winter, humidity tends to be a little lower, and it's still there, but not as in the summer months. Whether you're going to put your hair up or keep it down, be prepared for it to droop. Hairspray. You might like not like it on a day-to-day basis but trust me it can become your best friend to keep the look that you like. The second, practice different looks with your hairdresser. Figure out which styles are best for you and what realistically can be done by someone else. There are great styles out there, but some stylists have their own special technique and the stylists in other locations may not have the same expertise. Keep it simple. Keep it elegant. Take photos what you like from what your stylist has done. Many photos. Then, let the local stylist where you're going to be doing your wedding give them the pictures to see what they can do. Generally, the wedding coordinator where you're going to be having the wedding will have a list of recommended people that can help you achieve the look. Send that person lots of photos. Photos are always a great way to see what you like, your look, and what you envision, and they might have suggestions based on the local weather. Now, for your makeup, while you're planning for the makeup or- for the hairstylist, think about the makeup artist. If you can find someone who does airbrushing. It will hold up so much better than conventional makeup. If it's not possible, just go with the flow. Ask to see pictures of past weddings to see what these people have done. Now, sometimes a makeup artist is not available. So, what you have to do is be prepared. If you're not adept at putting on makeup, nor are any of your friends who are going with you, Seek out a makeup artist from one of the beauty counters at the department store or a beauty store like Sephora. They will teach you, and most of the time it's complimentary in most locations, to apply your makeup with their product. Bite the bullet and purchase these items if you like the look that she's created. It's worth the money. Okay, on our major countdown, it's number nine. And that is concerning the musicians. Well, if you're going to do anything other than an iPod or MP3 player with speakers, which can be fine for an intimate wedding, you're going to want to have music set to the ambiance for the wedding and ceremony and reception. For a wedding at home, you can choose from a DJ, band, or solo performers. Once you've decided to do a destination wedding, One of the thoughts: Oh, what are you going to do about this? So, the actual mistake that people think is that the people in other countries are going to know all the music and be familiar with all the music that we have at home here in the United States. So, the number one, don't number nine, don't expect the entertainers in other countries to know all the music that you listen to, or that the DJs will have that music in their library. There are times that you do want local flair at your wedding. For example, when I coordinate weddings in Cozumel, if it's within the budget, I always recommend a mariachi band for the ceremony. It's an incredible experience when the band, in fabulous costumes, play their music as the wedding party comes down the aisle, and then when the bride walks in. The the band lines the aisle and plays as a bride walks past them, and then follows her down the aisle until she reaches the altar. There are so many musicians that will cater to U.S. clientele, but most don't unless you're willing to pay a premium. So what are your options? Well, again, it's talk to your wedding coordinator. Again, she will be able to give you a list of entertainment that will be available and the prices. So if you'd like to blend the culture of the island and your favorite genre, you can also create a playlist on an mp3 player and bring your choice of music with you. Okay, so now we come up with number eight. Now, flowers have always been one of the most beautiful things in creative parts of a wedding. In many cases, it centers on the theme of your wedding. From bright and beautiful colors in flowers to simple colors Let this be the fun part of planning the wedding. So with that said, here's a very interesting fact. Most tropical flowers are flown to the islands and don't grow there. I know that sounds crazy, but it's true. For example, you'll find that roses are flown in from Colombia and other flowers from other locations. I know that you've probably had your heart set on a bouquet that you saw on Pinterest or somewhere else on the internet, but generally, most will not be indigenous to those islands. So here are some suggestions. Find out what flowers are readily available. Even though a lot of flowers will be flown to location, certain flowers could be cost prohibitive. For example, gardenia and some other delicate flowers. Those will never be available. They're too delicate. At certain times of the year, peonies might not be available. And if they are, this could cost way too much to consider. So, see what's available based on the time of year. So, we're back to what to do. Again, I'm very big on photos. Send photos of what you'd like to the coordinator or the florist on the island. And ask what's available at that time of year when you're getting married. They will tell you what's possible and what is not, and then let them make a suggestion of how to get the look that you want with other flowers that are available. Another idea is to have the bouquet made up in silk. I have an amazing silk designer whose flowers are so incredible that you really can't tell the difference whether they're real or not. Having your flowers made at home ensures two things. They are exactly what you want. And number two, you can keep them and use them for an arrangement in your home after the wedding. Have an open mind. Keep your style, but be flexible with what you have to work with and what is available for you. So now I come to number seven. And my number seven mistake that couples make is thinking that their wedding ceremony would be the same wording and ambiance as they would have at home, in their house of worship, or officiated from someone from their hometown. Well, while the dress, the flowers, and the venue, and the entertainment are essential to fulfill your beautiful destination wedding, don't forget that the ceremony will unite you for your new life together. This is something so timeless as the bride and the groom reciting their wedding vows to each other and promising their love and future with each other. If having a religious ceremony is important to you, please remember that not all religions are represented in other locations. If you're Christian, then you will most likely be able to be referred to a few ministers who will conduct a beautiful ceremony. But remember that their views may not be the same as yours. So if this is important, make this one of your priorities to start the planning process. While there are Catholic churches in most locations, you would still need to comply with the local church law and law of the church in your hometown. So if you wish to have a Catholic priest officiate your ceremony, then the ceremony would have to take place within the walls of the church and you would most likely have to take a premarital class in your home parish first. There are other religions that are not as widespread throughout the islands, such as Judaism, Buddhism, Hindu. Some islands do have representation of these religions, but in most cases, a layperson conducts the weekly service as there are generally no clergy on the islands to do so. One other major consideration As to where to do an LGTB couple wedding and it's going to be based on the local acceptance of such a union. Please remember that while it's perfectly legal here in the United States for same-sex couples to marry, it is not widely accepted everywhere. So do your research before you have your heart set on a location. If you can be open-minded to recommendations from the coordinator and others who have gotten married where you wish to marry, then the possibilities are huge. Generally, those officiants are flexible with the wording you have selected and could even incorporate some religious traditions into the ceremony, such as the Jewish tradition of the groom breaking the glass with his foot at the end of the ceremony talk to the coordinator, and talk to a few ministers if possible. So here's number six. Finding a place that's safe. So the mistake that people make is looking at locations that they really want to go to, but it's a not, not a safe location. There's so many places around the world to be married. Whether you wish to overlook the cliffs in mafia, Italy, or a castle in Scotland, or along the beaches in the Caribbean, please be mindful to the world around you. Unfortunately, there are terrible terrible things happening every day in the world. Most places are safe and generally free from harm. But if you're choosing to do an adventure a little bit off the beaten path, please check with the State Department to see if there are any warnings for this area. You definitely do not want to start your life's adventure with an unwelcome one. So number five, do not overdress. So here it is, the moment that you've dreamt of for your whole life. Dress shopping for your wedding day. As a child, you couldn't wait for this moment, and finally the day has come. So you flip through hundreds of wedding dress ads looking for the perfect dress. You go online to many websites that are focused on you, the bride who wants the perfect dress. Alas, you have found it. Now you call a local dress shop to see if they have it in stock, and voila, they have it. So now you make an appointment go to the shop with your mother and your girlfriends to try it on. It is just as you dreamed. It was perfect. It looks amazing. It's perfect, well, it's perfect for that winter wedding. And then one of the girls reminds you that you decided to get married on the beach in July. Well, the reality is disappointing. And your heartache begins. What the heck are you going to do? Well, first of all, don't change your plans to make the dress fit the occasion. That makes no sense. Because there are many, many dress options available that you can choose from and one of them will make you feel as you did in that winter dress. Remember, you need to prepare for the hot, humid weather. Tropical breezes will help, but it will still be warm under your dress. So make sure that the fabric is suitable for the climate. Now, this was assuming that you were getting married in a hot climate. The opposite is very true if you were marrying during the winter months in, let's just say, Colorado. While you love the summer selection of dresses, they won't be appropriate for the wedding in November in Carolina. However, it is easier to add accessories to a colder climate wedding than warm climate locations. And two other subjects on on this uh, topic. Make sure that the guys all wear 100% cotton t-shirts under their dress attire. Most people would think that this is a crazy thought, that layering is insane. But I'm here to tell you that this couldn't be further from the truth. Cotton shirts will keep the guys cooler, and the perspiration will not seep through their garments. And the last thing to remember is your headpiece for the ceremony. Remember back to number 10 mistake about your hair and your makeup? Your headpiece needs to match the temperature. Having a big veil is just going to make you melt. So now I come to the number four mistake. No, you can't pack the kitchen sink. Well, I'm just as guilty as anyone when it comes to travel. I usually pack too much. So I'm here to say, do as I say, and not as I do. But I do try to keep my packing reasonable. But over the years, most of the time... I'm just driving to the port to get onto a ship. So I'm not depending upon that nice person at the checkout counter at the airport who will determine if my bag is too heavy. The cruise lines do not tell you how many pieces of luggage it should take or how heavy the suitcases can be. They figure that you're going to be re- reasonable. Well, for me, reasonable is having just one of the suitcases that's just for shoes. OK. Not all the shoes in the suitcase are mine. I do leave some for family. So he, the key here is organization. We always say that an organized bride is a happy bride. You need to know where everything is before you leave home. One of the best options I can suggest is to have a separate piece of luggage that's just for the wedding items. That means your undergarments, your shoes, accessories, things for the ceremony, jewelry, but not the valuable jewelry that you're going to be in your carry-on luggage, and your headpieces. If you can keep these things together, they will make everything much easier to find rather than frantically looking around and through every suitcase to find one item. Oh, and I would also put the wedding makeup in there as well. Okay, so now this brings me to number three mistake. Do it yourself. Well, I cannot stress enough the importance of having a wedding coordinator and a travel agent to assist you with the process. The last thing you want to do is in the bit, be in the middle of people deciding on their travel plans. What a nightmare, an overly stressful time that will make. You already have the anxiety of having a wedding destination, Do not be the travel agent as well. Just be the bride. There are many travel agents out there who work with group travel. In our office at a wedding for you, the majority of our travel work is with groups. So when you're looking for someone to do the group travel, please ask around and ask for referrals. There's nothing worse than someone else doing your group reservation and they haven't done one group prior to yours. It doesn't matter if they're friends of the family or if they're doing you a favor. In the long run, experience is the key to making it happen run smoothly. Well, that holds double true for the wedding coordinator. Experience is the key. There are two different coordinators that I'm going to mention. If you're flying and staying at the hotel property and having the wedding there, you'll be talking to the on-site coordinator. She's going to be the one to set things up and in most circumstances, she'll, she's going to be the one to refer you to vendors that will be necessary to make your wedding a success. The other coordinator is someone who works with many locations such as our office at a wedding for you. These coordinators have knowledge for many locations and contacts for the wedding. The one thing that you need to question, is whether you have personally been to your location, if they have personally been to the location where you want to get married. If not, has anybody else in the office? It's hard to coordinate coordinate a wedding with someone who's never been there. You know the expression, been there, done that, and I have the t-shirt one other thing that's a misconception is that the wedding coordinator is going to cost you more money than if you were to do it yourself. If you're working with a reputable coordinator their job is is to make the wedding work within your budget and their fee will be within that budget. A coordinator is not going to cost you more and will probably save you money in the long run. Also, remember that unlike a local wedding where you need to contract a DJ or photographer at least a year in advance, most destination wedding coordinators have vendors that are at their, be- uh, at their beck and call. This is for your benefit, so relax. And don't forget to have a budget. Everyone has one, even Donald Trump. Whether it's $5,000 or $50,000, There's always a budget, and don't hesitate to mention it up front to any coordinator. They need to know from the beginning what you think you have to spend. It can always be tweaked, but they really need a starting point. So now we've gotten to number two. When you're considering where to go for your destination wedding, you do want to invite family and friends rather than eloping Remember that to travel to the location, it has to be easy for everyone from everywhere. So make it easy for people. Don't make it a difficult situation. In addition, the costs to get from one place to another are going to be different as well. For example, if you're flying from New York to Florida, generally you can get flights for about $250 $300 round trip, depending upon the time of year. Flying from L.A. to Florida is going to be more expensive. And then flights from airports that are not in the major markets are going to be even more expensive. The reason for this is there are fewer routes provided by the airlines and multiple connections that you have to take to get to where you want to go. If you have someone, for example, living in Des Moines and are flying to Fort Lauderdale, they might have to take a flight that makes a couple of stops. Each stop increases the cost because of taxes. Each airport charges taxes, and it all adds up. So make the location affordable for the important people who must be there. For the two of you, you can opt to do a honeymoon elsewhere after the wedding and go someplace more exotic. In addition to the venue being easy to get to, Remember that if you're flying to an island that is not part of the U.S., you must have a passport. This is a direct result from the Western Hemisphere Travel Initiative. It says that in order to fly to a non-U.S. location, you must have a passport. By the same token, you must have a passport if you're coming from that location if there's an emergency. Remember that even though the even though the passport is going to cost you about $135, it's good for 10 years. Consider an investment in your travel in the future. So, the exception to this law is cruising from a US port and returning to a US port on a cruise ship. With this possibility, you can board the ship in Miami and choose from many locations in order along the way to do the wedding. <clears throat> This is a benefit to your guests because the flights are going to be less expensive going to Florida or going to one of the ports in the United States rather than flying down to the islands. Okay, so here it is. The number one mistake that couples make when planning a destination wedding is not to have patience. Remember I talked about the bride who wanted answers to her wedding yesterday and her wedding was more than a year away? I can't emphasize enough that you need to take a chill pill. <clears throat> if you have a reputable coordinator, give them time to get things together for you. He or she may have to get, gather more information <clears throat> and source out things before getting back to you. I have a couple getting married in December and they just contacted me last week. I've put together an invoice for the bulk of the items, but the special arrangements for the shepherd's hooks that will line the aisle are being created by me. Some of the ideas are in my head and have to be put together and products researched. But the bride has been asking me every day for a price. I finally said to her, give me a minute or two. Then she finally said, take your time. So the bottom line here. In the wedding preparation is relax enjoy the wedding process it could be a great deal of fun if you can roll with the punches so this has been this edition of wonderless brides this is Karen Emery and just remember keep a bag packed your passport renewed and be ready for your next adventure